Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, we'll highlight steps you can take now to help you achieve a comfortable retirement. Yes, it all starts with a plan. Stay tuned. And now, WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. Welcome in, everybody. This is WealthWorks Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall, filling in for Eric Carney. Well, Joseph Lanza is always here. Well, he wasn't here last time, but he's here now. Eric is now the one on a special mission. But joining us as well, Donna Crone, a certified financial planner, behavioral finance advisor, and so much more. Hello, Donna. How are you? Good, Steve. How are you? Very, very well. Thanks. It's going to be a fun show. It's fun to get your take on things. You know, being the, the, the behavioral finance area, I mean, that's just uh, that area just fascinates me. Um, but let's dig into some of this stuff. Uh, Joseph, what do you think? Uh, you know, we, we've got a we've got a plan for for retirement. We've got a we've got to have that financial plan. Right. I mean, that's and working with an advisor, fiduciary, independent advisor like you guys, that becomes critical. Yeah, it's it's crucial. And a lot of times when you talk to people about what their financial plan is, a lot of people instantly think about, well, how are my investments set up? So it's they're thinking of an investment plan. But really, that's not a financial plan. A financial plan is mapping out each and every year visually, right? It's not just a statement of, okay, here's my plan. You're looking at every single year of that person's retirement and showing them exactly where they're getting their income from, what the expected growth on their assets will be. And there's a lot of different variables that you can play into a plan that show people different situations. And it's really what gives our our clients a lot of confidence in their retirement and making sure that they're making the right decisions is because they can see every single year of their retirement going forward mapped out for them. And when we have when we have clients that come in that don't have that type of financial plan with them, they're kind of in a no man's land, especially right now with the market being down as much as it is. If you don't have a plan right now and your accounts are just down and you're just going off your what your advisor saying of you saying, you know, everything's going to be fine, everything's going to be fine. Well, why is everything going to be fine? They're not showing any concrete evidence or any proof of where they're coming from of why their financial plan is going to be fine. They don't even have a financial plan. So it's definitely the first place we start with all of our clients is creating that plan before we even get into the investment side of it, because that's what comes after the plan really tells us what our investments need to be. Yeah. And Steve, one important distinction that I want to make is uh, the difference between a financial advisor and a financial planner. Not all financial advisors are financial planners. Right. And most folks don't know or realize that. And it's a very important distinction because, as as Joseph said, it you need a plan to understand how to manage your money. If you don't know what you're managing your money to, it, it's, you know, you're, how do you know how well your investments are doing or what you need to achieve in order to, uh, to accomplish your goals? Well, again, those are the kinds of things that, that you talk about with people every day. And I love the distinction between the two, because uh, you're right. I don't think everybody realizes that there is a, a big difference. Yeah, a lot of people in this industry, as Eric has said before, too, are licensed salespeople. So a lot of times they've never even written a financial plan for somebody before. And a lot of clients that we see come in with their financial plans, it's it's not even a financial plan. It's just a, a piece of paper that is telling them, hey, you're going to be OK based off of X, Y and Z. And a lot of times we've seen inflation not be included on there. Taxes aren't included on there. There's just so many different variables that these financial salespeople are licensed salesmen are are giving to these people to make them think think that they're getting this financial plan, but it's not comprehensive and it's something it's not something that people can really have a backbone in and, and go back on and say, 
okay, I know I'm okay because of X, Y, and Z. So that's something that we pride ourselves on is, is taking planning very seriously, having it be the first step. And it's really what separates us from a lot of uh, other advisors out there. You know, we always get asked, well, what makes you different from some another advisor? And it's like, well, one, we're independent and fiduciary, like you said, from the start. And that means that we we own all three of our offices. We don't have any type of corporate or or somebody above us telling us what we need to put our clients in. We have full range of investment selection that we can put have for our clients. And we're able to do the comprehensive planning that we do because we don't have any upper management or any corporate telling us how to invest our clients or what's right for them. We're able to figure out what's right for our clients based off of what they come in and tell us about their situation because that's how financial planning and financial advising should be. It shouldn't just be pushing products and pushing portfolios that someone, you know, your boss is telling you that you need to put clients in. Absolutely. Folks, if you'd like a different approach, give us a call, 800-779-1942. Uh, the folks will be certainly happy to help you. Um, so let's talk about debt because that's a happy topic. And uh, But getting close to retirement, it really becomes a priority to get out of debt, especially consumer debt. The mortgage, I understand that could be a little, there can be discussion there. Absolutely, Steve. And I'll tell you, uh, that's probably one of the biggest things that we see I have a lot of uh, clients who come in and they're very curious of whether or not they should pay off their mortgage. And one thing to remember is that there are some tax advantages to still having a mortgage. We definitely put the priority on paying off the consumer debt, the higher interest debt first. And then below that, I would put, you know, a home equity line or a home equity loans uh, needing to be paid off prior to a mortgage being paid off. And again, the, but the, that becomes the, the discussion, right? I mean, like you said, sometimes there's tax advantages and it's a different story for everybody, right? Exactly. That That's the thing. And I think what happens to a lot of people is they get a piece of advice or they hear something from a friend or a neighbor or a family member and they, you know, that suggests maybe you should do this, you know, pay off your mortgage, get rid of this, get rid of that. And in actuality, it's not until you sit down and look at their individual situation to see are there tax advantages to them keeping their mortgage a little bit longer. Uh, in some cases there is, in some cases there's not. There's also a big emotional piece to this where how, you know, how are you going to feel uh, when your mortgage is paid off? Does that bother you? Does that keep you up at night? So all those factors go into play when you're planning and looking at an individual situation. There's no set right answer that's good for everybody. It's really based on the individual. And one of the things that no matter who you are, we've got to create that income stream in retirement. But one of the things that you do that's a little different is you take taxes into account as well as income sources and how to, you know, have a tax diversified source of income. I mean, that's that's really important, too. Yeah, taxes are a huge part of someone's financial plan. A lot of times their their advisors aren't really considering them in that. But it's like leaving out, you know, a large piece of a puzzle. And something that we've been running into a lot with uh, high income earners and Donna can account for this, too, when, when we're going over this with clients is that a lot of people forget about the Roth 401k option. And so we get a lot of high income earners who can't can't uh, contribute to a regular Roth due to their income being too high. However, they're maxing out their 401ks and they're not aware that there's actually a Roth option within their 401k, which means if they're over 50 years old, they could be putting in twenty seven thousand dollars into their Roth 401k um, each year. And when that money, you know, when they go to retire, that money is going to come out 
um, as a Roth. You can you can roll it right over into a Roth, and that's huge if you think about it. So if you're 50 years old and you're retiring at 60, that's 10 years of being able to put $27,000 away in a, in a tax-free account, right? Because that Roth. And you don't get the deduction for the contributions going in it, but then on, on the earnings and any withdrawals after you're 59 and a half, it's all tax free to you. So it's little things, you know, this is just one little little piece of a puzzle when it comes to taxes. When you start adding all these little things up and all these little strategies up, you can have huge tax savings. And a lot of our clients just want to know that us as their advisor, that we are taking into account that their their taxes and that we're knowledgeable enough to take into account their taxes, right? That we're aware of certain strategies, whether it's, you know, even if it's talking with their CPA, we do that for a lot of our clients as well, working with strategic CPAs and uh, discussing different strategies for them. Um, a lot of people enjoy that aspect of it and being able to include it in the plan to make sure that their taxes are the most efficient uh, tax plan as possible. Well, one of the other ways that can help in terms of, uh, you know, just I guess getting ready for retirement, we talk about income. Um, an HSA, a health savings account, that can be just like a Roth or similar to a Roth, right? Uh, in certain cases, Steve, yes, it can be. Um, it's great for people who are self-employed. There's a big caveat with HSAs, though, and that's that you have to have a high deductible health insurance plan, which, again, goes back to being great if you're self-employed or you're a consultant, uh, especially in the last few years that you're working uh, there are also limits, just like a, just like an IRA or a Roth or a 401k, as, as to how much that you can put in a year. But uh, it can end up being a great option. And where I see this really come into play is folks that are self-employed later on, you know, in their mid-50s. And uh, they have that gap between when they retire from their company and they actually are eligible for Medicare, which is age 65. So private health care during that time is going to be at its highest. That's when right. it's the most expensive for us. So having that HSA can help offset the premiums that you're paying uh, for that for that private health care during that highest time. All right. And again, uh, 800-779-1942 is the number to call. So the HSA, you can help us with that if we come in and, and sit down and talk talk with you, Donna? Yeah, HSAs can be included in the financial planning and the strategies. Uh, we have a number of companies uh, that we can refer to that can set up an HSA or roll over an existing HSA that you may have. All right, fair enough. And we talk about uh, protecting and preserving our assets. That's something else that uh, we've got to we've got to do. We've got to cover ourselves. Yeah, of course. And I think you know Donna brings up if you retire before sixty five, right? Because when you're retiring before sixty five. You know, you're not qualifying for Medicare until that's 65. But as Donna knows, she runs the plan, plans every single day. Private insurance can really damage a plan with how expensive that is. So, you know, there's different things that we need to look at when somebody comes in and they're retiring, especially if your job is not going to offer you an insurance, health insurance that lasts until 65, as well as looking at something for long term care. Right. So we have multiple options for different investments that can help increase your benefits if you do run into a long term care event. Um, some people do need investments that do that. Some people don't. They're better off self-funding, but that's all part of the process when somebody comes in is we're trying to figure out what is best for them. What are their pitfalls, if you will, of their of their plan, right? You know, if this happens, this is what's going to be the thing that could possibly, you know, cause chaos, you know, the chaos in your plan. Um, so we just want to avoid those as much as possible. All right. Well, again, on that note, folks, if you'd like to avoid the hassles <laughs> as much as possible, <laughs> now would be a good time to give, uh, give us a call and uh, get on the calendar. 
Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next five callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and maybe even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. That sounds fantastic. Folks, take advantage of what they're offering here, that opportunity to sit down, get a financial roadmap put together once and for all. The team at Retirement Wealth is there for you. They understand they can take complicated things and make them very easy to understand. It's a chance to get a true practical financial review. Starts with that call, 800-779-1942. You'll get a roadmap to find out where you are today, but also to help guide you along the way to get you to where you need to be. 800-779-1942. Again, 800-779-1942. Next up on WealthWorks Radio... Rising inflation is really beginning to take its toll on most everyone, especially those in or near retirement. When we come back, we'll outline just what kind of threat inflation is to your retirement and offer some tips to help weather this rough patch. We are back on WealthWorks Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall, and uh, with us today, uh, Joseph Lanza, as always, uh, well, almost always, and then uh, Eric is uh, Eric is off uh, gallivanting. No, he's off on a, a special mission. Special mission, there that's you go. right. Yeah. Why does Eric always get to go on special missions? Yeah, I don't know. Donna, Donna Crone's here. That's who's talking there. Uh, she is a CFP, a behavioral finance advisor, and uh, let's dig in because this is going to be, uh, I mean, we talk about this every week, folks, and and yeah. it's on everybody's mind. Inflation is what we're talking about. And um, it's always been there. It's just never been as prevalent as it is today, say, in the last 40 years. <laughs> right. Inflation right now is obviously one of the hottest takes. And it's, you know, why the Fed is raising interest rates right now is really to bring down inflation. So a lot of people are very worried with that. You see gas prices going up. You go to the shop, you know, you go to the grocery store and your bill is a lot more expensive than what you remember. Um, but like you said, Steve, it's always been there. It's just very relevant right now. So, you know, losing your purchasing power is really what inflation does for a lot of people, meaning what used to be $3 is now $4, right? And over time, that really can eat away at your budget and it increases things. If you're not accounting for that inflation, then that's what can really uh, hurt you in your financial plan and in retirement. Um, however, I think it's also important to remember Inflation is the reason why we invest, right? Inflation in taxes is what eats away at your income coming into you. So that's why we have to invest instead of, you know, having your money sit in a pile of cash and you're just pulling on it each and every year, you're investing to fight inflation. So we still see a lot of people who are invested, who have majority of their money in cash right now. And if they have the past couple of years, inflation is going to be hurting them the worst because they're not invested. So According to the Consumer Reports, in 1952, the average price for a new car was $1,700. $1,700, really? For a new car, yep. It's and so cheap. 70 years later, right, we're in, we're in 2022 now, the average price for a new car is 
Wow. So 1700 to 47,000. Now, that's inflation I, right there. Right. And and I read this and I thought, wow, that's that is a huge difference, right? But let's take a look at what the S&P 500 did, right? Let's to say you took that's $1,700, and you put that money just into the S&P 500, you know, 500 companies domestically. And the average rate of return each year for the S&P 500 since 1957 was 10.67%. So that $1,700 invested 70 years ago, didn't touch it, would be worth over $2 million today. Wow. So that just goes to show that, well, first of all, the power of compound interest, but also Inflation should not be a big problem to you if you are invested correctly and you're accounting for it. That's what I'm that's really what I want to get across to our listeners is that inflation is scary. However, if you're if you're accounting for it in your financial plan and you have an advisor that's investing your money the correct way for your plan, inflation will not eat up your income as it is doing for a lot of people. Well, you just talked about compound interest. And so another way to look at it is compounding inflation. And that becomes a very real thing as well. And, and we don't really want to think about that. Right. Yeah. And I mean, especially with when when uh, inflation is up over 7%, close to 8%, it could get pretty scary when you're compounding it. Um, however, like I said, you know, with our investments, with those being able to compound as well, that's why when we see a lot of people that come in and like, well, I pulled all my money out in 08 and then I waited years to get back into the market and then I finally get back in and now it does this. It's like, and Donna being in behavioral finance can account for this as well. That type of mental you know, roadblocks of pulling your money out all at once, then putting all your money back in and having large amounts of cash. If you're not confident in your investments, then inflation right now is really going to be eating away at your financial plan because it does compound. So if inflation is compounding, but your investments aren't compounding, that's when you're in a bad zone. Then you're confounded. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and again, so as we talk about inflation, we don't mean to make light of it, but it does have an impact on us, especially as we get to retirement. When we talk about growth investments, what do we mean? Well, growth investments being, you know, those stocks that are going to be a little bit more risky, but they can offer a little bit more of a, a higher rate of return as opposed to value stocks. So there's two different types, really, growth and value. Value stocks are going to be more your companies like Coca-Cola, Procter & Gamble, those companies that don't necessarily have huge capital appreciation or growth. They pay more of a dividend. They're stable moving companies. So the growth stocks are going to be more like right now, the tech companies are huge aspects of, of the growth portion of it, right? But what this is saying is that, you know, when we're in retirement later on, a lot of people have the, the uh, preconceived notion of, I can't be in any growth stocks. I need to be in bonds and value investments. Or some people even move out of stocks completely, which right now, if you're all out of stocks and just in bonds, you're in a pretty you're in pretty bad shape right now as well. Um, but you still need to be risky in your long term returns with your stocks because you still need to have a layer of that growth of that growth aspect in there. That's how you're going to fight against inflation. So, so when inflation's at eight percent, if you're not if you're invested too conservatively, especially in bond funds right now. Your portfolio is never going to have the power and that alpha that we talk about to really recover from losing what you have to inflation. So especially if you have a tighter plan right now, you need to be invested in in longer term growth stocks because that's really what's going to get you out of the hole and get you out of this high inflation period um, because bonds aren't going to snap back and, and, and get a huge rate of return, you know, when the market does. Um, and even value stocks won't see as high returns as the growth stocks do. So looking over a long period of time, a lot of people could be afraid of growth stocks or growth investments. 
However, that could be a crucial part to fighting inflation. Well, I think one of the things that we that we see is, you know, with the the ongoing inflation and and it continues to be a be an issue. Um, we we think well, okay, Social Security is coming, and that ta- they, they, that takes care of me. They've got a cost of living adjustment, right? Yeah, they do, and I think a lot of people they they get um, excited when they're like, well, last year it was five point nine percent payments of of cost of living, right? It went up five point nine percent, but that's not looking at the average, right? Because they're going, they went up that high because of how high inflation was going to be. So in in the years two thousand ten, two thousand eleven, and two thousand and sixteen. Those were all 0% years in the cost of living adjustment to Social Security. 0%? 0% is wow. what you got. So there was no cost of living. So then when you have years like 5.9%, you really just need to take the average of it. So I took the average. Since 2009, the average has been 2.01%. So over just since 2009. So And Donna can attest to this too. We account for Social Security increasing in the plan as well. We normally go a little bit below two percent because we don't want to over, you know, we don't want to over, be overconfident in what the government is going to add to our cost of living adjustment to Social Security. But these are all the little things that we still include in our financial planning that we do um, because it, it's very important. I mean, if you run a stagnant, if you run a stagnant Social Security benefit to somebody, it's going to affect their plan in a very negative way. So you have to be aware of all these different things that are going on with the income coming into you, with your investments, with your needs in order to create a successful financial plan. Well, I think, uh, you know, Donna, one of the things that, we, uh, that we've that we talked about is there's a lot of do-it-yourselfers out there that have been kind of sailing along the last few years, maybe the last 10 years, and now they're dealing with this inflation. To me, that's the wake-up call to sit down <laughs> with an independent fiduciary advisor like you. One of the things that we do, Steve, and I and I do express this to all the clients that we work with, when we're building a financial plan, we're looking at a very long time horizon. We're looking at, you know, wherever they're at now through the end of their life. And we are able to see, you know, different obstacles, different pitfalls, and we can see them well in advance so that we can eliminate or mitigate them. And that goes a long way towards giving a client peace of mind in terms of how they're going to handle the turbulent markets that we're in right now, the increase in inflation, the huge increase in inflation right now. You know, we have a lot of things that are going on, you know, the war in Ukraine, the political unrest that we have in our country, you know, inflation, which is a once in a 40 year event. And when you combine and then, you know, we're coming off the, the heels of covid right now. Um, when you combine all that together, we have all these events and it causes a lot of it causes a lot of fear. It causes a lot of concern for people. And in having that plan and looking at that plan and being able to know that we have we don't know what the event's going to be, but we know something's going to happen. Right. So we factor that in. We bake that all into the plan. And for people to be able to see, wow, OK, maybe we didn't know it was covid, but we knew something was going to happen. And that's been factored in and they know that they're going to weather the storm. Uh, they know that they're going to be OK. And to speak to the point that Joseph was making earlier um, about folks, you know, uh, having that that growth in their portfolio, that's very difficult right now. When, you know, you have inflation that's really high and then you have a very volatile market. But again, in the plan, you're able to see that when the markets do recover, you're going to see the difference in, in how much further along you are, how much closer you are to achieving your goals. And that's all laid out and explained in, 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 a, in a fashion that is 
very understandable for just about everybody. 800-779-1942. That's the number to call. In fact, uh, let's go ahead and invite folks to call right now and get on the calendar. There's still some spots available for you. Sounds good, Steve. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next five callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. And again, folks, here it is, a great opportunity for you to come on in, sit down, get a financial roadmap put together. Let Eric, Joseph, Donna, the team at Retirement Wealth get together and give you that financial roadmap. They can help uh, give you a true practical financial review. And again, if you're looking for that second opinion, if your advisor hasn't been in touch with you recently, now's the time to reach out and call them. 800-779-1942. You'll get that comprehensive financial review and you'll see where you are today. But more importantly, when you walk out the door, you'll have a roadmap that'll help get you to where you need to be. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, the last thing we want to do is sabotage our retirement plan. But sometimes things happen and missteps occur. The good news is the behavior can be corrected. A how-to segment is next. Welcome back, everybody. This is WealthWorks Radio. Uh, Eric Carney is away for this week, but sitting in, as always, Joseph Lanza. And joining us as well, Donna Crone. Donna is a certified financial planner, but more importantly, well, not more importantly, but an interesting side note, she's a behavioral finance advisor, which fits right into what we're talking about here, uh, Donna. And, and again, that's something that, that obviously it must be an interesting topic for you as well to, to, uh, to be able to dig into it like that. Fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating. And I'll tell you, Steve, the biggest factor in the success of someone financially um, is actually their behavior. This surpasses the markets. This surpasses how much income they make. Um, this surpasses anything they could possibly inherit or any good luck that they may have, you know, winning the lottery or something like that. Behavioral behavior is the number one driver in the success or failure of a financial plan. And I mean, that is, that's a bold statement, Donna. And, and, but again, when it's, you start to break it down and think about it, it, it makes sense because we are ruled by our emotions. There's, you know, in traditional finance, there's been this separation between, you know, what logically we should do and how we feel about it. And in recent years, I would say probably in the last 20 years, there's been a big push in the behavioral finance arena because you can't, we're human beings. You cannot separate the, the traditional finance from how we feel about it. So we have to find a way to allow those two things to work together, to understand when our emotions are taking over, to understand when our emotions get involved, we may be prone to making bad decisions. Like a great example of that is you see a drop in the market and people start to panic and they want to pull out and they want to put it in cash. 
you know, we saw this in March of 2020 when the pandemic first hit. If you had pulled out of the market and left your money in cash at the time, it may have seemed like a good idea, you know, and then you feel a little bit better. You're a little bit calmer. But what would have happened is you would have missed tremendous opportunity. When would you have gone back into the market? How much would you have gone back into the market? What would you have gone back into? And all these questions, and then people get paralyzed by the fear. Well, I don't know. Is the market really coming back, or is this just a relief rally? You know, should I invest in this, or should I invest in that? And they get paralyzed in that fear. They end up not taking any action, and that in and of itself is a behavior, the inaction, and then they miss out on all the opportunity. So in behavioral finance, we look at how we can merge together what makes sense logically with how we feel about it. And it's really kind of measuring our emotions, where we're at with things and understanding when we get into these more extreme emotions like fear, like panic, uh, like elation, it goes the opposite way with positive emotions, that this is not the best mindset to be making decisions from. Well, Donna, I mean, what you say makes perfect sense. And um, we talk about, uh, you know, trouble planning ahead. Yes. But when the, so let's say we are planning ahead and then things kind of go south and then we just say, ah, forget about it. It's too late. I've done I've done enough damage. How, what do we do there? Well, this uh, goes back to what we were talking about earlier of working with a financial advisor, specifically a certified financial planner and having that plan in place. Because number one, if a plan is done correctly, we have already factored in bad things happening, right? We are already in that conversation about managing your emotions. So when things do happen, like I said, either negative or positive, we have an awareness around that. And then being able to see this is the logical side coming in that when we put all those factors into the plan and we can project out what things will look at like and you can actually see, you can actually see like, oh, wait a second. Yes, this is a bump in the road, but I'm going to be OK. I am OK. And I don't need to, to wallow into those you know negative or positive emotions on the extreme on either side. I'm okay, and I can just continue living my life. I mean, ultimately, my goal is I don't want clients to be concerned or worried. If we've done the planning correctly and that they're doing what they need to be doing and we're doing what we need to be doing, they should be on target to achieve their goals. They should be able to maintain their lifestyle, and they should be able to weather any, you know, unforeseen events that may come their way. And this next one is kind of, you mentioned this just a moment ago, but let's dig in a little deeper. Uh, Are you overly optimistic with your budget? That's my problem. You know, I'm I'm a positive guy, so I'm thinking, ah, we're going to be fine. But that can get us in a lot of trouble. Uh, It can in some situations. And I find it either goes from one extreme to the other. People either are overly optimistic or overly pessimistic. Again, those extreme emotions. One of the suggestions that I give to clients is to get a realistic idea of your budget. Look at your bank statements and your credit cards over the last three months. See where you're really spending your money. Um, Chances are sometime in that last three months, you've had an unexpected expense um, or a uh, an expense that does not come up usually like a car repair or medical bill or something like that. And you can get a better idea of where you're actually spending your money, but also where you also may be leaking money. Leaking money. I, yep. I don't like the sound of that. Yeah, because all of us, all of us are guilty of it to one degree or another. <laughs> exactly. So when you when you're talking with someone, are, are you kind of like being a 
like a like a counselor sort of uh, you know you're seeing things you're hearing things and then and then you're you're anticipating questions and and answers i don't think of it so much as a counselor as much as an educator right ah good point so, i love yeah, that i yeah, love that I'm more of an educator my job ultimately at the end of the day is to educate my clients on their personal financial situation and the more educated they are on their situation and themselves the better decisions they're going to make, the more likely they are going to be to stick to the plan, the more likely they are to see success. So at the end of the day, my job is educator. I like that, Donna. And um, let's talk about procrastination. Boy, I think my father wrote the book. He was so good at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, procrastination, a lot of people, they start this early on, and this is kind of a behavior and a, and a habit. And, you, you know, you always say, old habits die hard, right? So oh, yeah. um, a lot of people, even from being younger and being children in school, it's like procrastinating, going up to the, taking that test. And so there's a lot of different things that procrastination can leak, another word for leak, leak into your retirement life, right? So I think the best thing to do is starting as young as possible. And when I say as young as possible, I mean, even if you are in your older retirement ages, starting then is to automate things as much as possible for yourself in retirement. The 401k is a great example of how easily something can be automated for you, right? The payments are going to be taken automatically out of your out of your paycheck and invested into the 401k. Even the investment selection can be automated for you, right? You set it up and it gets invested right in there for you. You don't even have to look at it. You don't even have to press a button. Um, but it can also be with other things in your retirement lifestyle, right? Even once you actually are in retirement, whether that be the Roth conversions that possibly your advisor is setting up for you automating those having your advisor automate a lot of things for you is going to keep you from procrastinating because we don't want to lead let procrastination lead to you having to work extra years before you can retire exactly and uh, so don let me let's kind of wind up with this one do you suggest that people sort of think like a retiree and perhaps live on that retiree budget before they retire what i think is retirement is a process and I think that a lot of people are kind of under the impression that, you know, one day you work and the next day you don't. One day you're drawing a paycheck, the next day you're drawing from your investments. And I think what I want people to really understand is that retirement is a process. It's a transition. So the earlier you start that transition, you know, if you're still working but nearing retirement years, it is prudent to be more cognizant of your budget and what you're spending, because once you get into retirement, you are living off of your investments. And so the opportunity to work overtime or pick up a side job or, or whatever else you do to generate income is not going to be there anymore. And I think it's a mental adjustment as well as a physical, as well as a financial adjustment. And it takes time. It's a process. So the earlier you start start thinking like a retiree, the better off you're going to be and the easier that transition is going to be for you. I never thought about the, the physical side of that, the, you know, because I, I always think about the emotional side, but there is a whole nother uh, area, isn't there? Yeah, there's, there's really three elements to, to retirement or any kind of transition in life. It's the physical, you know, getting up every morning and going to work. And then all of a sudden you're not doing that anymore. Now, maybe you're getting up when you want and going and playing golf or, taking the boat out or going fishing or, you know, tennis or whatever it is you want to do. Um, the financial piece of it, again, switching from having a paycheck to essentially paying yourself. And then the emotional side of it, which is intertwined in both the physical and financial. 
Okay. Well, and again, well, that's a, I, I love this conversation. Um, and uh, But we are up against the clock. Let's go ahead and invite folks to call. Come on in. There's still some spots on your calendar. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next five callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers to generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. Hey, that sounds fantastic, folks. Here it is, a great way to be able to come on in, sit down, do exactly what we've been talking about, get that financial roadmap put together. And the team at Retirement Wealth is there for you. They take that complex financial world and, and turn it into something that really just makes sense. A chance to get a true practical financial review? Absolutely. 800-779-1942. That's how it starts. You'll get that comprehensive financial review and you'll see where you are today. But more importantly, you walk out with that roadmap, that guide that can help get you to where you need to be. So in short, you've got nothing to lose. Call right away. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. We've got some great questions from you and great answers from us. That and more when we come right back. We're back on WealthWorks Radio. Eric Carney is usually here. He's taking the day off, but sitting in, of course, Joseph Lanz is here and Donna Crone. Donna is a CFP, a behavioral finance advisor, and so much more. And really, you guys at Retirement Wealth are the whole deal. You guys have so much going on. And, and Joseph, you know, one, I haven't mentioned the website. It's ericcarneyadvisor.com, E-R-I-C-K-E-A-R-N-E-Y, advisor. Dot com. That's, uh, I mean, again, that website, not only is it a great way to get to know you guys a little bit, right. but it's also up-to-date, current blog information, your opinions on things. It's nice. Yeah, and more than that, all of our episodes that we record on here, if you listen to this on the radio, all those are on podcasting forms across whatever podcast uh, form you listen to. So whether that be from your Apple, whether it be Google Podcasts, all those are available on there, as well as all the TV shows that we have done. All of those episodes are available on our website as well. Um, so all of our media is on there and then all the guides that um, we currently have. So the retirement income guide is which is doing very well right now. People are really enjoying that one, especially during a downturn in the market is available on our website. So that's something that we want to you know let our listeners know about. There's a you know complimentary guide available for download right from our website. Um, and we actually are working on a on a new guide as well um, that we don't know when it will premiere, but we are working on another guide as well. So our web our website is a great place to go if you want to learn a little bit more about us, get some more information about what we do and how we kind of feel about certain situations. Like you said, our opinion on things. Um, our website is a great spot for that. EricCarneyAdvisor.com. That's the website, folks. Check it out. I encourage you to do that. Um, let's see. Uh, let's jump into some of these questions here. Uh, first up is William from Cape Coral. And he says, my mother, who was a retired federal employee, passed away in March. 
My sister and I each received $40,500, which was placed in a total control account, earning an effective annual yield of just 0.9% until I decide what to do with it. Uh, and until I decide, what's the best way to earn more interest with this money? My feeling on this one, Steve, is don't park the money. Go ahead and put it to work now. You can put a fund your emergency savings. You can put that into a high-yield CD uh, so that you have cash available but would be effectively earning more than this 0.9%. I would pay off any consumer debt, and then whatever the balance is, uh, I would open a brokerage account and start earning, uh, you know, start investing that money so that you can get ahead of inflation. Well, that, I mean, again, easier said than done sometimes, right? True, but this goes back to what we were speaking about earlier of, you know, doing, you know, marrying the logical with the, with the, how we feel about sure. it. So parking that money, um, you know, until you decide what to do with it. It, it's it's not a behavior that's, you know, indicative towards success. That's why I'm saying put it to work, uh, you know, be in action with it. Get it. Get some of that money into an emergency fund. You know, like I said, a high mm -hmm. yield CD. Sure. Um, pay well, off that consumer debt and, and invest the rest of it. So is that something that uh, if, you know, I could come in and talk with you about and, and you could sort of guide me in, in terms of helping get that money grow? Oh, sure. Sure. Okay. 800-779-1942. William, if you want to know some more, sit down and, and uh, map that all out. Let's see. Uh, Joseph, not you, Joseph. Joseph oh, here. Man. <laughs> Punta Gorda is where he's from. Uh, he says, I've been, putting, I've been putting away $100 a week for 40 years in a safe. I now have $192,000 saved. I have worked the same job for 40 years now, but I'm being forced to retire. I'm only 54 and with only 192000 saved, should I retire or not? I was thinking I was doing good saving that much every payday for so long, but my friends say not near enough. Wow. That's a, that, that's quite a story there, Joseph. Yeah, and a great name, too. Yeah, but, of course. <laughs> um, it's not so much about thinking it's not near enough for what you need saved. The bigger issue is that Joseph is 54 years old. So when we think about this, what does this tell us? Well, it tells, us two, it tells me two things when I first look at it. One, we know we're not going to get Social Security until at least 62. That's the first time we can we can pull from Social Security. So that's eight years away, right, which we're 54. Now, if we also think about it, if his job didn't offer insurance up until, you know, after he's finished retired up until Medicare, now we're looking at 11 years of private insurance as well. So we know we don't have any other income coming in because Social Security is not. And then we know that we're going to have to pay for private health care insurance, which is going to be very expensive if you do not have a uh, lasting plan from your old employer. So as far as the $192,000 goes, being able to cover that, obviously we don't know Joseph's lifestyle, how much his budget is. There's a lot of different factors, but taking a bird's eye view of this, I would definitely say that um, it is not enough just based off of those factors, right? Um, I don't know his lifestyle. However, the other advice that I would give Joseph is, I would invest that money because just like how we were talking about in the other segment with inflation, inflation compounds, if your money and your investments are not compounding, that is where you're going to lose all of your purchasing power. So that is why it's so important that we do invest and we stick with our investments and our investment plan is because we don't want our money being eaten away by inflation. 800-779-1942 is the number you can call. Let's see. We keep going here to Greg in Naples. 
Uh, uh, Greg, uh, Greg's got a bit of a problem here. He says, in retrospect, I probably made a mistake by not electing to have my, a spousal benefit for my wife on my military pension, but I can't go back and change it now. How do I make sure that she has enough remaining assets to live on, assuming that I die first? Well, provided she doesn't whack you first. <laughs> yeah, 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 true. You're going to have I mean, some It's nice... kind of a rude decision, right? Yeah, I mean, if it, hopefully it was an honest mistake. Um, so, but really what, what seems to be the issue is, and there's some pros and cons here. So because he decided to not choose a spousal benefit, what that means is that his pension that he's getting is most likely going to be higher than what it would have been if he was getting the spousal benefit. Because how that works is it's higher because it stops when he passes away. It would have been smaller but kept going once he passed away for his wife's life. So what we can do here is the the first thing we would probably suggest or go into is looking at possible supplementing life insurance, right, for um, how much he would really need. And then figuring out how much the life insurance is for is really the dif not the difficult part, but the part that we yeah, need to go part, into. Yeah, this is the part where the planning comes in because right. we can determine at different ages how much life insurance is actually needed in order to be able to close that gap of what uh, the wife would have gotten had they taken the spousal benefit on the pension. Right. And, and if that's enough, even too, as well, because if they're pulling some from investments. So it's really more of a life insurance analysis test that we can do. But the good thing is, is that because they're getting more from the pension, you know, some of that pension could be go, go towards the premiums for Greg's life insurance that would be being used. So mm -hmm. um, don't think that it's just, oh, there's nothing we can do now. So there, you know, that's where life insurance can come in and kind of supplement, like Donna said, that gap. Well, I like that. I mean, that's a pretty creative approach to solving a problem that that could be a real problem. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people think, uh, and life insurance is a great tool too for a lot of things. People always think about it. So um, for their death, right? They think about life insurance so simply for I need, you know, I'm only going to use that when I die. But there's a lot of different strategies that life insurance is a great tool. It's like a Swiss Army knife almost to be able to supplement income, some other things that you can use. Um, yeah. help pay for long-term care. Right. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's some great things that you can do with that. Um, and that's all part, what makes this job so much fun is it's, it allows it to be like solving a puzzle, right? And you have a, you have a toolbox of all these different tools and each client is very, very different and everybody needs very different things. But when we can come together as a team and figure that out, that's what makes the job so rewarding. 800-779-1942. Greg, that's the number you can call. Let's see. We've got time for another one here. Let's go to Ron in Fort Myers. He says, I'm 65 years old and retired. I have about $50,000 in debt from loans and credit cards. I am about to receive $170,000 from my father's estate. Should I pay off my debt all my should I pay off all my debt at once? So this really matters on what other assets Ron may have, right? Obviously, credit card debt we want to get rid of as quick as possible because that's normally going to be the highest interest. Um, and then debt from loans, depending on, you know, if those aren't mortgages and those are going to be pretty high as well right now. But we definitely want to look at Ron's whole uh, assets and portfolio as one, right, and see if his inheritance is going to be a large portion of that and see how much we should really uh, take off first. So credit cards are always going to be on the top of our list, taking those off first and then kind of looking at all the rest of the, the debt and the interest rates on those before we uh, decide to get rid of those or not. Okay. Well, I mean, again, he's in a pretty good situation where, where that debt, I mean, especially we talked about it earlier about credit card debt, getting that paid off would be a good thing. Yeah. I mean, credit card debt for anybody, it's never good to have to have anybody hold credit card debt. So that's everybody listening out there. It's like, if you have credit card debt and you have money to pay it off, pay that off because it's just going to compound way too quick.
Well, yeah, and that's going to be the opposite end of a compound interest that you don't want to be on. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 the the evil side of compound interest, <laughs> and it measures up fast. Well, I've also noticed too, too, since all this inflation, credit card companies are wasting no time upping their interest rates as well. No, oh, they were the first ones to do it. Of course, they were. <laughs> they, were they were doing it before the Fed was. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, again, now uh, let's go ahead and invite folks to call one last time today to uh, make sure that folks got questions, they can get them answered. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next five callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers to generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. Hey, that sounds great, folks. This is the last time today that we're going to invite you to call and get on the calendar and have the conversation starts with a call, 800-779-1942. We'll get that financial roadmap put together, take things that are complicated, break them down into something that just makes sense. A true practical financial review awaits. There's no cost. There's no obligation. Just make that call while you're thinking of it today. Don't procrastinate. 800-779-1942. You'll get that comprehensive financial review, and you'll, plus all of the extras that go along with it, but more importantly, you're going to find that you have a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. So in short, you've got nothing to lose. Call right away, 800-779-1942, 800-779-1942. Well, Donna, as always, a pleasure to uh, catch up with you again. I look forward to our next visit. And uh, Joseph, as always, I'll talk to you next week. Thank right. you, Steve. Thanks, Steve. And we want to thank everybody for listening, and we appreciate that. We're going to come back next week with new topics and questions and a whole lot more right here on WealthWorks Radio. Eric Carney is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Retirement Wealth, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by RWA. Insurance licensed in the state of Florida. Insurance license number P138852. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and make full disclosures of any conflict of interest, if any exists. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV2A, page 4, for additional information. WealthGuard is a complete portfolio monitoring system. Designed by determining the amount of downside risk a client is willing to tolerate, WealthGuard is added to a client's account to protect them from the downside risk. WealthGuard is not a stop-loss strategy. When the account value in the portfolio hits the targeted value, an alert is sent to the client, advisor, and money manager. There is no guarantee the exact WealthGuard value will be captured or assets will be traded or liquidated the same day due to time of day or market restrictions. 